0: You're listening to the Lawyer Lifestyle Podcast with Chicago attorney Dave Scriven-Young. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 204 of the Lawyer Lifestyle Podcast from May 21st, 2020. My name is Dave Scriven-Young, an attorney from Chicago, Illinois, and I'll be your host. This podcast takes you on a daily journey to discover key principles in the areas of marketing, sales, and leadership for attorneys. Today we're going to have audio from last night's lawyers' emotional intelligence book club. We're finishing up the purpose section of Dr. Rangan Chatterjee's book, *The Stress Solution*. We're talking about how to take steps to live more, and that is by loving, uh, doing things with intention, having a vision, and engaging with others. Hope you enjoy it. I'm Dave Scriven Young, and a lawyer focusing on litigation, environmental law, and construction. Law from Chicago, Illinois, I create the next generation of lawyers with high emotional intelligence skills um, through a weekly book club and practical daily posts at Facebook.com slash LawyersEQ. During a book club discussions, we'll do a deep dive into books that will help us develop emotional intelligence skills and specifically think about how we can begin to use those skills in our law practices. Um, I'll be live every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Central for this discussion, and it is a discussion um please liberally use the, the box that you see in front of you uh, for to make comments or, or or ask questions. I don't sit here as an expert. Um, on the contrary, I, I look forward to learning from all of you. I'm really interested in hearing your opinions and observations. And I see we have a couple people already on uh on Facebook and um uh, would love to to hear you know where you're from uh and if you're able to uh you know if you're a lawyer, if you're a non-lawyer, everyone is is welcome. So, um, what we're going to be doing today is uh, talking more about uh, purpose and how that will help us to uh, deal with uh, some of our stress as well. So, let us let's go to the slideshow for today. So, welcome everybody. All right, so a little bit about me, if this is your first time uh, in the club. Uh, I graduated from DePaul in 2003. So I'm, I guess I'm a mid, mid-level uh, attorney. I'm senior counsel at Picard and Abramson. Uh, I'm in the uh, Chicago office. I'm a civil litigator, um, also practice uh, construction law and environmental law, had a great um, discussion today with the ABA section of litigation where I presented uh, with a whole team of lawyers about how uh, COVID-19 is and the closure orders have impacted um, uh, environmental cleanup and enforcement obligations um, and the like so that that was really interesting as well to put on that hat for a while. My mission as always is to identify and share historically correct knowledge and resources inspiring and entertaining format in order to help others meet and exceed goals and standards in every areas of their lives. Um, I do that with obviously with this book club and video discussion. Um, I also uh, do a daily podcast called The Lawyer Lifestyle Podcast where I, um, I discuss uh, leaderships, marketing, and sales for attorneys and obviously I'm glad to share my knowledge with other attorneys but also obviously with um, the, the general public as well. So what have we talked about so far? Uh, we've discussed, uh, we're discussing the self-management uh, skill, uh, emotional intelligence skill. And we've been uh, talking through the Stress Solution by Dr. Chatterjee. Um, we've gone through Purpose, which um, we've done gone through the skills of affirmation, reframing, and gratitude. And then uh, last week, we talked about how to schedule your time and morning routines um, and then later on, we're going to be talking about relationships and body and mind, and discuss about how um, those things can both uh, stress us out and relieve stress. Um, and so I'm looking forward to to those as well. What we're going to be talking about today, we're going to talk a little bit uh, of recent news. Uh, we're going to have a discussion of last week's action item, and then continuing on this, this trust solution in the purpose. We're going to talk about today how to live more doing things you love um, doing things with intention uh, doing things with a vision and then uh, doing things with engagement which is essentially giving back to others again typical disclaimer um, this is not a replacement for a psychological or medical treatment please consult a doctor or other medical professionals if you uh, feel like you're deeply depressed or really into funk and you help or suicidal, um, definitely um, you want to talk to a medical professional or um, talk to someone at the Lawyer's Assistance Program um, because uh, they can definitely help you with that. Uh, I'm more of a, just a layperson learning along with all of you, um, and so I'm not providing this advice, but uh, simply um, wanted to use this as a uh, springboard for a fuller discussion. So. Let's talk about some recent news. Um, I saw this article. It was a Q&A uh, about recognizing stress, hitting pause, and other wellness lessons amid COVID-19, and it was just sort of a quote that I pulled out uh, regarding what some lawyers or what lawyers are going through. And uh, this person says, what I'm hearing is that because of the lack of a commute, people have more time to focus on self-care, but also have to live with our thoughts in the same space. This can be frustrating for people not having variety in their day. A lot of the attorneys I work with uh, live in large cities, even just going out for lunch, you can walk outside and make choices. And there's this idea that we can't make many choices, uh, right now. And, you know, I totally, totally agree with that. Um, uh, it's great. It's great being at home, um, enjoy. Uh, many things about, about being here, including obviously, you know, no commute at all, get to spend lots of time with my family, um, get to see my dog a lot. And, you know, he's actually in, in the, here with me now, um, you know, he's enjoying not, you know, seeing everybody. So, I mean, there are definitely, you know, tons of, of reasons to be here, but then also tons of reasons why uh, it can be a real pain in the neck just to be stuck in one place. Because I, I was talking to my wife the other day and just saying how, It would be nice to be able to you know you know work at home but then pick up and go work at a starbucks or or work at work at the library i used to do that a lot as a law student um and i just wonder how other people um if you know if you're watching and um you know you're sort of facing the same scenario would love to see uh what your thoughts are um but yeah, it's uh it has been it's been an experience for sure. Uh working at home. The tuck has been actually pretty good, except, you know, the internet at times is a little wonky. But um, you know, in terms of getting my email, uh, you know, review reviewing documents, um, uh, you know, drafting motions, doing research, all that stuff I'm able to do just off of my computer. And then I have a scanner, which uh works really well and I uh, have what I need, but in terms of, and then obviously, you know, phone calls, it's easy to make, Uh my boss checks in uh, regularly just to see where I'm at, and uh, we, can, we can bounce ideas off of each other. So, um, you know, it's a good thing, but ha- being able to go out somewhere, whether it's going out for lunch, sitting down and having a coffee somewhere and doing work at the same time, um, very hard, obviously, uh, to do that, so. Um, If you're having sort of the same uh, circumstance, uh, put yes in the comments or um, otherwise, let me know um, how things are going for you. So uh, let's. So I'm going to share my screen and we're going to go back to. back to the slides here and we're gonna discuss last week last week's action item which is scheduling so for the next seven days or for the last seven evenings uh, schedule every minute of the day at the end of the day see how much of the day is spent doing things you have to do versus doing the things that give you meaning and purpose and try to shift uh, start shifting that balance towards the latter so you know let's let's talk, I would love to, to hear about you know what you've done um, in terms of scheduling, and I can tell you what what I've used and um, what I did and what I didn't do. So the way that, I've, way that I schedule things is, as you know, probably a lot of people know I'm a big fan of Grant Cardone. He has his 10x uh, journal. And so he has a page here that um, has a schedule um, on the left hand side is essentially all of the, uh, the time of the day written out in chunks. And then on the left hand side, there's uh, a place for you to write your goals, a place for you to write down a quote of the day, which is uh, he says it's a a quote that you make up um, that you're going to live by during that day. Sometimes for me, it's a a, a quote out of a book that I read or just something that I've heard that I think would be meaningful for the day. Um, There's a place for targets a place for successes. So as you go through the day to write down successes, which I find um, very important. And then another place to write goals because uh, uh, Cardone talks about um, both writing down goals in the morning and in the evening, which I found, um, which I found interesting. And obviously I didn't schedule every day uh, for the past week. Uh, some days were more scheduled than others. Just looking at looking through my through my list I can tell you uh, the days that I scheduled I found that um, I was more productive for whatever reason I was able to um, you know this one for example is completely filled out um, and um, this was a day that I actually uh, worked from home this is uh, two days ago um, Wrote wrote out my whole schedule wrote in some successes wrote in quote of the day I uh, wrote the goals twice And, um, I felt like I, you know, just like a very productive day and some tips that I found, I don't know about y'all scheduling your day, but I found, you know, the earlier that I got up and started this, it was much easier to get through it all. Um, and not only that, but also I just felt like, um, I could just manage my time better and I had less stress when I knew, you know, I was going from thing to thing and I had had it all planned out. Um, so that worked out well. Um, what did? And then, you know, some of course emergencies came up. So there was this uh, ABA thing that uh, kind of had, was an emergency. And then I kind of I took a meeting during that day. So I don't know if I have that schedule with me. Um, I think it's here, and I have written on here quote emergency because I wanted to remind myself. Um, it was a call that I did not have to take that day. And I, cause I had the night before i had written all my schedule out and, um, then I got this, uh, calendar invitation. Um, Hey, you know, can you, can you, you know, have a call today? And you know, it was an emergency, you know, call. And I guess the question is, was it a real emergency that I had to uh, place a block in here for this day? And I could have just said, Hey, you know, let's just talk tomorrow. Um, whether it was a real emergency, I guess, who knows, but, um, you know that day. That day, I kind of feel like I I hijacked myself because uh, I could have just moved that to the next day and kept my schedule intact. Um, but you know, finding time in my schedule for uh, doing you know my podcast, doing a business development during the day, um, and then um, and then sort of having a stop time where I'm helping with dinner and doing that sort of thing. Obviously, um, you know, it's helpful. Um, the other thing I would say is. Uh, it, one of the days I did, I completely did not schedule. And I kind of just, you know, flew by the seat of my pants, if you will. And that was, that was Sunday. And I felt just awful that day. I don't know, the weather has been uh, pretty bad or was bad the last last couple of days, it was been rainy. It was really rainy on Sunday. And I don't know if it was the weather or if it was just, you know, I didn't feel good because I just felt like blah um or or what but um uh it was it was a bad day and i had, didn't schedule at all the night before so i was just kind of like flying by the seat of my pants and um i had a good morning um went to breakfast uh with my wife and you know did some grocery shopping but other than that um it was it was a pretty pretty awful day sort of emotionally um and so anyway um i thought i thought it went you know really well it's just a matter of and I think we're going to talk later in this book about you know setting a bedtime and and that sort of thing. But it, it, it's hard when you know everyone else in the house is is up and then I, I'm like oh yeah it's ten o'clock or whatever and I got to go to bed and I feel like I'm missing out um, on a lot of things. So I'm sure I'll get to that. And then at n- at night, so two other things at night. Um, I did, you know, when I wasn't just totally exhausted, tried to do, uh, the gratitude, uh, the gratitude thing that we had talked about a few, a few weeks ago, um, and then did the plan for the next day and then set my, wrote wrote on my goals for that evening. And then, you know, basically got ready for bed. That was nice when I was able to do that. Wasn't always able to do that. Um, but the one thing that I found was great was, uh, morning routine, no matter, Except for that Sunday, basically, no matter what day it was, um, I did I did that morning routine without fail, and I actually got a lot out of it. Um, And it didn't take that long. Um, Doing the doing the affirmations. So in my mindset routine was affirmations, writing down goals, reviewing the schedule for the day, and then doing six segments of Cardone University. I did a little bit of a movement 10 minutes of movement, which was in this case mostly uh yard work with the exception of um you know the, there was a day where it was just completely pouring outside in the morning and i didn't go out then i did some a 10-minute yoga that i found out on youtube uh, um so yeah i mean i you know pulled some weeds for 10 minutes i just set my alarm it's not it's something that i really hate doing but something i can do pretty mindlessly so just turn my brain off you know pick weeds for 10 minutes alarm goes off i'm done i'm back in the house and then, then I'm moving on with, with my other things. Um, t- and then I, I, I found the book that I was talking about last week, Rediscover the Saints, um, really good uh, book with just short passages, just short chapters, a couple pages here and there. I got that hidden, and then I moved on. So it was a, a gr- morning routine I thought was uh, really uh, fantastic. And so, um, you know, I recommend. That, uh, what should be in your morning, morning routine? Mindset, movement, and mindfulness. Um, I, you know, think that everyone should have a morning routine because it really just starts. It helps you to start your day. You get that quick hit. You get to tick all of those things right off of your um, of your list, and then you feel good when you're done and you're ready to to begin. Whether you're going getting on trying to go commute or you're um, you know sitting in your home office. Uh, getting ready to, you know, start your, your day at the office. So, uh, that was, that was how things went for me in terms of scheduling my day. I would love to hear about, uh, how things uh, went for, for you. Uh, would love to hear about, you know, what is your morning routine? I uh, would love to hear about, uh, you know, how you schedule your day if, you know, and this is just something that, that I found cause I'm a follower of, of Cardone. Um, but, you know, there are lots of time management systems out there. Time, time management magic uh, from Lee Cockrell. Um, I'm sure John Maxwell has a time management system. Uh, Brennan Burchard, uh, Burchard, I think, has one. Um, but, you know, whatever system works for you would be great. And also, and again, you know, I talked about this before. What we're doing is, you know, I'm kind of the, the guinea pig for all of this. Um so I, i'm doing everything and then i'm going to pick and choose what works for me um, you may not be the planning person planning may be completely irrelevant to you and you're like you know i i'm so spontaneous and i do whatever i want anyway so I'm, you know why bother um or i'm just not a scheduling type so i'm not that's not going to work for you but maybe the affirmations would um, and the other things that we talked about so pick and choose as we go along here and um, but you know experiment that's the only way you're going to find out uh, what works so let's go to go into uh you know our, the content for today so the contents for uh the subject today is how to live more and that's l-i-v-e right and that's an acronym um and we're still in the purpose game So even though we have education, uh, jobs, hopefully in this economy, uh, the ability to help people and influence lives as attorneys, uh, we still feel stressed and depressed. And what is missing? And what Dr. Chatterjee talks about in his book is um, something called, uh, and I'm totally going to butcher this, I'm sure, but it's because it's a Japanese term called ikiga, ikigai, maybe. Um, It's to find something to do with our lives that meets the following criteria. And it all goes to purpose. Um, If you can find something that has all four of these criteria, then your chances of being overwhelmed and stressed are so uh, decreased, right? So it's something that you, doing something you love, doing something you're good at, you're doing something the world needs and something you can make money from and there's lots of ways uh, to get at this one and as a lawyer there's many ways to get at this it could be that what you're doing right now is something you love it's something you go at that uh something the world needs obviously because you're a lawyer and then something you can make money from hopefully you're making some money as a lawyer but there's lots of ways uh to be a lawyer so if you're I don't know. I don't know how to do this without sort of demeaning um, what other lawyers do. But if you know, let's just say you are, um, uh, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. What I'm just gonna say is there are lots of, lots of ways you can be a lawyer, um, whether that's in the public interest sector, whether you're uh, in house, uh, whether you're at a private firm, lots of different practice areas, and um, maybe you're not doing the thing you love. Maybe you. Uh, don't really like being um, an environmental attorney and you would rather be a family law attorney or maybe you're you don't really love being a family law attorney but you think you you really love being an environmental attorney so there's different ways of um, changing around what you do changing your practice setting changing your practice area um, to change uh, something to go do something you love and then of course there's uh you can just get out of the law completely. You can completely change your career. Um and a lot of people, I mean, if you know people in the, uh that have done that, if you you know in the comments, put you know, let me know if someone that you know who has done that. Um a friend of mine through the ABA uh left the law and started a florist shop. Something that um she loves. Um then there's somebody, you know, somebody who um You know, there's a guy named uh, Lou Mangello that I follow because I'm a big Disney fan. And um, he left the law and started a podcast uh, dedicated to to Disney World. So he moved down to Florida, started a a Disney podcast, and um, he's loving it and, and making money on it. Obviously, the world needs it um in some respect to to at least be entertained right um and so that's another way to do it: to completely leave the law go do something else uh, with your life start a new career and then you could do something sort of in between where you could continue doing what you're doing in your practice and then you could start maybe a side business or a side podcast or something so all of those things combined together in some shape or form can get us towards uh, towards us, and even if you don't want to do any of those things, you can take uh, the principles and um, and put it within um, this context. So I think it's a great time uh, being in quarantine to reevaluate our situation. Um, I think you know a lot of a lot of us have had time to think. Um, is this really sad? because we're you know this is it? I mean we're we're saying there's no um, there's no ad- additional value or incentive into what we do because you know as lawyers you know as lawyers maybe you can you know go to conferences and network with people or you know go out to eat with your clients or you know take clients out to sports events and that sort of thing, uh, but what we're stuck with right now is uh we're stuck with doing the work i mean sure yes we talk to our clients and yes we you know talk with our colleagues and and with others referral sources and the like but at the end of the day we have to like uh the 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 job that we get paid to do the the billing the um the brief writing the research the document review the uh strategizing all of that stuff and it's a great time to sit down and really reevaluate uh where you are i mean obviously Maybe a bad time to open a business, but if you are thinking maybe maybe this isn't for me, maybe then you can you know set the wheels in place in order for you to uh, to move on. Uh, but this is a fantastic time to to reevaluate our, our situation. So uh, here is, here's sort of the elements of the philosophy that we need to heal and thrive because remember what we want to do is we want to send in order to, to be less stressed, you want to send those positive uh indicators to our brain, and that is how we are going to thrive is by our brain knowing that we're okay you know so we do that by doing four things we number one doing what you love number two doing things with intention Number three, having a vision, a long term vision, and number four, being engaged and uh, giving to others. So let's start uh, with uh, doing something you love. That's the L in uh, how to live more. So uh, it has to do with uh, your reason for getting up in the morning. And you know, that's why I share Uh, my motivating factors every time I go on the show um, is because it not, not only because I want to communicate what that is, but to remind myself, you know, why am I doing the show? It's because it goes to, you know, my, my core, my core reason for getting up in the morning. Um, Doing what you love is something that brings you joy and and, uh, feeds you uh, internally and uh, and you want to do it for intrinsic pleasure rather than the gain social media likes. So, if you feel like if, if you could go um, a week and do it without feeling like you have to post it on social media, uh, then you know it's probably something um, that you love and not just because you want to post about it. Um, and it's something that uh, you can get in touch with every single day. So, something that you could do every day. And then it also is something that makes time vanish when you're busy with it. So we often talk about, um, you know, doing what you love. And Dr. Chatterjee talks about um, Dr. Chatterjee talks about in his book about how he um, there was a a guy that um, got back into sort of model trains. He he loved that as a kid and wanted to uh, and you know, he went to Dr. Chatterjee and, you know, they talked and he said, well, you know, what, what did you really enjoy doing as a kid? And, you know, he talked about this train set and then he pulled it out and then just sort of had, um, had a great time and then became a a train enthusiast once again. Um, And so, you know, it kind of made me think, you know, well, what are the things when I was a kid that um, I really enjoyed, we'd love to see it in the comments, um what are the things that you enjoyed as a kid um you know for me it was definitely video games uh things like uh you know we had a nintendo at home um computer games things of that nature um hockey obviously was a big thing so you know playing sports watching sports um and what i've noticed is over time you know my likes have definitely changed um actually my uh younger son Um, And I played some video games last night, two nights ago, and um, I didn't find it as fun as it was. And maybe that's because, so we got this um, Nintendo Switch. When you get the online version, you get all of these sort of old games. So all of the old Nintendo stuff, all of the old Super Nintendo stuff. And we put on like Super Mario 3, which I remember when I got it as a kid, I remember thinking, um, this was like the coolest game ever. And we spent, oh my gosh, how much time playing it. And it was like something that made time, just, just evaporate, made time, um, you know, like it didn't exist because, you know, we, we enjoyed playing it so much. Um, and then I played with my kid and I was like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't very fun. I mean, it was fun, but I didn't really get into it as much as I, I did when I was a kid. And I don't know if it was just gr- the graphics or or what it was, but, um, it certainly, it didn't do it for me at the time. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, and then hockey, you know, I referee a little bit. I don't really play anymore. Maybe if I got back and put on the equipment, um, uh, you know, I could, you know, uh, love it that that same way. Uh, um, but think about, you know, some of the things that you loved as a kid, and so whether or not you really think um, that could sustain you as an adult because it might or it might not. So that's the L. It's doing, doing something that you love. Um, the second thing is intention. So living with mindful intent. And it breaks us out of our thoughts and the treadmill of life at least once a day. And we talked about this uh, last week. We talked about this uh, you know, a few uh, weeks ago. In terms of um, you know just having your mind ha- take a break from um, from thinking about you know the past the future just think sort of like on the present moment and enjoy whatever you're doing uh, right now and that could be as simple as you know as I said gardening or you know, taking a mindful shower lots of things that you can do to sort of quiet your mind um, obviously a consistent meditation practice even if it's just you know six minutes a day. Um, and I actually stole that from, uh, uh, I think her name is Jeannie, uh, Gina Cho, who is a great uh, meditation teacher and uh, somebody who I admire, cause she actually uh, was a lawyer and then uh, stopped practicing and became a meditation coach and, and teaches lawyers how to uh, live more mindfully. Um, and so she's someone who's definitely living uh, living in this way living her life with purpose so she she uh, teaches us um, you know meditation helps us with this mindful intent and um, even if you do it as small as a six minute you know a point one on your timesheet you could really get a lot out of it so that's uh, the I uh, living with intention and then the V is vision so developing a long-term vision or roadmap of your life. And this, why is that helpful? So this is what Dr. Chatterjee teaches in his book, is that your brain, no matter what, is always planning ahead. And I find that that is definitely true with me. I don't know about for you. Um, but that, And then if you have a specific and clear long-term vision, your brain uh, will always be helping you to get there. Um, and so that and then when you so that's when you know kind of the why of your life, it automatically reduces your stress load because you're putting uh, your brain power in the same um, path as where you want to go with your life, which hopefully your daily actions are also helping you to uh, stay in that in that lane as well. And studies show that we're able to endure short term struggles with much more resilience um, if they're helping us to achieve our long term goals. And I think that's why um, writing down your goals uh, at least once a day, but, but twice a day um, is helpful. Um, and then, you know, I make goals uh, in several different you know areas. Uh, for me I make a um, like a business development goal I make an income goal um, uh, an exercise diet goal um, a spiritual goal a relationship goal and then a travel goal so the question is you know what 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 should what goal do you want um, but you know definitely writing them down now no I have not I have not met any of these goals and you know, I probably won't for a very long time, but it's a, it's a good reminder as to where I want to go. So if I'm, you know, writing down, you know, one of my goals is I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm not even close to that right now. But, you know, if that's one of my goals and I remind myself of that every day, then it reminds me to you know, make sure that I do my workout, to make sure that I do eat well. Um, if I have a you know a business development goal, then it helps me to make the phone calls I need to make to write the articles I need to make to do my podcast to um to to continue learning and and to develop clients as well so uh, so writing down uh these goals is uh is crucial i think to um to and then your brain when it 's trying to help you to to plan ahead is gonna say, okay, well, if you if you do this, it's gonna help you meet your goal. And then when you do the action, um, it's gonna reduce your stress because you know that you're uh, going in the same direction as where uh, your goal uh, wants to be and where it's taking you. So that is vision, having a long-term vision. And we'll talk a little bit about a vision uh, bored in in, in a little bit. So the final piece is engagement. So do something that makes you engage with others. And Dr. Chatterjee says that true fulfillment is so often in the giving. And that we are um, social animals and we're we're often uh, the happiest when we're acting in the service of others. um, Which I find true um, in that uh, when you're truly giving to somebody else, and not just doing it for sort of your own, you know, benefit. I mean, so often I think people, I think we all do things because we think, you know, we're going to get something out of it. But when you truly do something for somebody else that um, uh, is just to serve them and not to serve yourself in any way, um, you do really get uh, fulfilled, and it, and that's part of your purpose. And maybe uh, developing. Uh, or coming to know what your purpose is um is uh knowing what segment of society you want to serve. Uh, maybe right now if you're a parent, maybe it's service of your kids. Um if you're an adult uh uh with you know without any kids, you know maybe it's another maybe it's homeless kids or maybe it's uh people with special needs or maybe um who knows. Who knows what it is? maybe you want you want to uh, lead a, a, a boy Scout troop or a Girl Scout troop or you want to uh, teach religious education or you whatever segment of society you want to you want to help people with that's going to help you uh, to get to your purpose so now we're going to go into sort of what our weekly action item is, and um, it's not just one thing I want you to choose your own adventure. And it can, it's going to be, I want you to do one thing, um, all week in one of these areas. So, uh, for number one, uh, find something that you love. So whether, and that could be something that you loved before or something that you think you will love and you want to try and do it every day. Now, part of, uh, doing something you love is to, um, to try a lot of things. Um, you're going to want to try, you know, maybe you remember, like I, like I did, you remember you love video games as a kid. And so you're going to go back and uh, maybe you're going to, you know, maybe rent a computer game or if your kids have a, a video game console, uh, maybe you're going to, you know, play a game with your kids. And maybe you're going to love it and you're going to continue uh, doing that all week or you're going to move on to something else that you that you found more fun. Maybe it's I don't know, collecting baseball cards or uh playing sports or um I don't I what have you. Um so it'd be something that you did in the past and loved, or it could be something um that uh you think you, you're going to love and um and you've always wanted to try. For me, it was uh playing piano. Um I we we got a piano a few years ago and my older son uh has been taking lessons for many years. And I decided, you know, I, I would love to uh, try, I would love to try that to see how it goes. And so I didn't get a formal teacher or anything. I just got an app and had been using that for the past uh, year or so. And it's been, it's been great. Um, and so that's something that, you know, that I definitely wanted to try because I thought I would like it. And I did. And it's something that I try to do every single day, uh, whenever possible. So uh, I want you to, to just to find something uh, you love, um, loved, or you think you'll love, and to do that every day. Um, and if you don't want to do it every day and you don't love it that much, try something else. But do that. Do something you love every day. Um, so that that's your first adventure. Your second alternative adventure. Uh, pleading the alternative here is uh to do something each day, no matter how small, with real mindful intent and that could be that could mean a lot of things It could mean uh cooking a meal without distraction, it could mean uh, showering with intent with which basically means uh you know like just feeling the temperature of the water, feeling it hit you, um the smell of the soap that sort of thing um really knowing um you know and in, intentionally doing something meditation obviously um could be part of that as well so just take one practice um, and try that out uh, throughout the day the third adventure and the alternative is to create is to write your vision and that could be a number of different things um it could be uh, writing down your goals so again um it could be something like this, where you know a, a sheet where you're writing down your goals every day. You write them down in the morning. Write your goals in the evening. But the hardest part of this, I found, is uh, discovering what you want your goals to be. So again, you know, my my suggestion is to you know think about it in the various categories: uh, financial, spiritual, relationship, spiritual. Um, uh travel it could be whatever goals that you want whatever you think you want write them down because that's going to help you get them get you there um the other thing that you can do oh and then of course you know part of that is you know taking action but we'll get there we'll get there in one moment the other thing i wanted to show you uh so let me share the screen again i i went to this uh, 10x growth conference two years ago and steve harvey talked and it, it was a really amazing um, really amazing talk. And he talked about this vision board and he actually uh, put on screen, uh, the, you know, they had a camera guy on stage and he talked about his vision board. And this is actually a picture I went on. Uh, I have the video. So I went on last night and just, uh, took a screenshot of the video. Um, and this is his vision board um which is on is which is the home page of the cell phone so there's a lot of things on there there's um you know a house there's um a um i think a, a uh, an income goal um a hundred million dollars bank so a, a a savings goal um some other things a foundation Um, Africa on theirs because he wanted to get more involved um, with the African people and travel to Africa, Um, some business ideas that he wanted to pursue. So this is just one example of a vision board that you could make. And I think this is something that I'm going to try um, to create a vision board for myself. Um, And to put it on your home screen is uh, a great thing because it's something that you look at many 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 times a day and it's going it reminds you every day every time you look at it um, that hey you have these goals to pursue get after it and so you know obviously the next part of this is once you once you have this uh this vision once you cast this vision of of yourself and and you write down goals that that you're going to have over the next um, and you can do it for any period of time. You could do it, you know, a lifetime goal. You could do, you know, a quarterly goal, a yearly goal, whatever you want to do. It's totally up to you. You know, choose your own adventure time. Um, so do whatever you want to do, but um, uh, take one, and I, this week, um, so you make up your goals um, or even just one goal, but just take one step in fulfillment or towards uh, achieving uh, that goal. Uh, or one of your goals that you have. So that's part of part of your your weekly action item. And then the final step or the final uh alternative adventure is to do at least one thing every day for somebody else to engage with others. And for if you're a parent and you have kids at home um that should be an easy pretty easy thing to do uh, because kids are always looking for always need help with something um, and you can count it as that but uh, maybe uh, for you um, if you're if you do that on a daily basis anyway maybe think about uh, somebody else that you could do uh, one thing for every day so maybe that's a, a neighbor or a friend or another family member outside your immediate family um because uh yeah um, that's something that, um, is going to help you to, uh, feel good and, and fulfilled if you're helping somebody else. As a lawyer also, I mean, this one, this one's kind of an easy way out for the week because as lawyers, you know, we're always doing something for other people. Um, but you know, we get paid for it. So maybe it sounds, you know, so, uh, you know, selfless, but, um, choose one of these things, um, to do for the week, choose your own adventure. Find some, do something you love, do something with real mindful intent, write down your vision or your goals or or one goal and take a step to achievement, achieve it. And then finally, uh, do at least one thing every day for someone else to engage with others. Um, And then we'll come back next week and, um, you know, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about, um, you know, how we're going to how we did Um, Would love to see if you're going to do a vision board, I would love to see your vision board um, or even your goals. uh, You know, what is one goal that you uh, set for yourself for or for the next year? So as we uh, as we wrap up uh, today's discussion, uh, of course, we want to remember emotional intelligence is necessary for all lawyers, really for all people. And we can learn these skills together. And that's exactly what we do um, on this book club. So. Um, If anyone has any discussion uh, that they want to have or questions that they want to ask now, now is the time, Uh, but you can contact me at attorney DSY. I'm basically all social media channels um, on LinkedIn. I'm at, you know, just my, my name, uh, personal profile. Um, Would love for you to reach out to me either um, online uh, by phone or uh, by email. Um, And I'm just wanted to, uh, to learn with everyone here, and um, hope everyone is doing um, extremely well, getting through um, this uh, time of quarantine. Uh, hopefully, without uh, too much uh, too much sadness, without too much worry, um, as we're all uh, you know. It's everyone says us we're in this together, but I think I think we truly are. Not only because you know we're staying at home, and that's sort of a common thing that that binds us. Uh, but also that we're um, tr- trying to buck each other up, that we're um, trying to keep things as positive um, as we possibly can, um, keep things as positive as we possibly can, and um, you know just just keep going on you know soon enough, I'm sure things will open and, and if not, you know hopefully we've all sort of accepted what's going on here. Um, If we're, uh, you know, maybe it won't be uh, opening in a month, maybe in Illinois, it'll take another three months and our kids will will start, uh, you know, college and high school and middle school and uh, grade school at home. It's a possibility. But we're all here for each other. I'm here for you. Uh, Feel free to reach out to me if you have uh, concerns or worries. And um, I hope everyone has a great night. So take care, everyone.